0: On this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus, we are hanging out in Winter Park
1: at Forward Slash. And they make dis... They, blah, blah, blah. they blend whiskey. They do, and I can't even talk. because you're drunk. One of these has 70% alcohol.
0: Welcome to Bungalower in the Bus. I am the bus, John Bustegger. And
1: I'm a little jar of fermented kimchi you forgot about in your car, Brendan O'Connor from bungalower.com. I thought you were going to be a teapot. I thought you were going to say I'm a little teapot. <laughs> Short and stout. Uh-huh. Here's my handle, here's my pout. <laughs> Here on Bungalower in the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhood including winter park which isn't downtown bungalow and it's really its own (laughs) municipality to Uh, be honest that's okay yeah but we're hanging out at forward slash yeah which is a, a distillery and blending house it sure is and that means we're gonna find out what what, what exactly that means <laughs> yeah we got the co-owners here we michael, sure do michael bufa and tim bradstreet bradstreet i got wow. it wow not, not
2: bradshaw no you nailed it
1: that's jack bradshaw and we nice. don't talk about him not on our show no he can be on every other show on 104.1 <laughs> i think he is on pretty show. much he lives one. at the station he has a cot there we should probably invite him over we should that was tim you just heard michael <laughs> how you
3: doing I'm doing fine.
1: <laughs> all right, good, because we've been drinking whiskey Yeah, you together. guys have been
3: drinking all day. You've well, been drinking whiskey. Tasty. I've been
1: tasty. drinking coffee.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's not and drinking if, you, if you're doing it for science. That's true. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's <laughs> always an excuse to why you can justify your own consumption. Okay. Yeah. So tell us
1: what this place is. What is this?
2: So, Besides a beautifully renovated warehouse. Well,
3: thank you. Yeah,
2: so we're in an old 1958, like old Chevy garage that we Ooh. turned into a house of whiskey. So what we do here is we work with small independent distilleries from all across the country. And Michael and I hand select uh, the finest whiskeys that these producers make. We bring them here down to Florida. We blend it. And we're make 100% it better. We're, we make it uh, just just fabulous. So we're 100% <laughs> transparent in how we do that. And that's a little different for the industry. And we're just trying to spread some love. A small business helping other small businesses.
1: Explain that process. Like wh- what is blending and, and why do you even need to do that? And then why is it also that's my third hang, third <laughs> follow up is why is it not the standard for the industry like you just said?
2: Well, because most people have to sign non disclosure agreements or NDAs, and so they can't share where they get a lot of their wow. juice from. Michael and I work directly with all of the distillers and farmers, and we only work with producers that will allow us to share with our guests where this stuff comes from, and that's kind of no what secret. Makes it fun.
0: But, secret forward, but explain slash. like wh- why blend it? Why not just drink it how it how it comes out of the barrel? Tell us, Michael.
3: Well, I think that's kind of like our art form, right? Is we 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 could do that, and that's you know, there's a lot of people that will do that, but for us, it's really trying to create something unique and something new. So we want to work with the these quality producers bring their stuff here and then put our spin on on their whiskey.
0: So how does that work? I mean, I assume there's a lot of trial and error because if you put 50% of one and 20% of the other and 30% of the other, and maybe you don't like the taste of that one, you got to
2: fluctuate it a little bit and change it a little bit. I mean, we have an idea. We have a concept of what direction we're going to go. But yeah, you're 100% right. It it is a lot of tasting. It is a lot of trial and error. Um, It does make the the afternoon quite interesting Mm -hmm. um so michael and i try and do everything in a responsible manner as much as possible um (laughs) so one of these has 70 something percent yeah i mean those are those are cash strength boys that you're drinking there yeah we're drinking a flight we should
0: say because we're on the radio we're drinking a flight right
1: now yeah we got a flight of whiskeys. yeah we do not
3: everything is that high and our (laughs) blends won't all be that high so when, when our blends come out, we, we basically, and we've done this now uh, a couple of times, is we always want to see where the spirit is going to shine the best. So we'll actually Aww. proof it at multiple proofs. Okay. And then the final bottling will be at what proof we think that drinks the best.
1: Oh, I like that. So
3: what you're drinking here is, so the first two um, have been slightly proofed down. The last one is cast strength. So that's the difference between our singular cow and our cask. cask.
0: yeah, not okay. not
3: cow. It's boozy. Yeah.
0: It's, that's a fancy way of saying it. it's real boozy. It's unadulterated. <laughs> I thought
1: it was another like horsepower measurement.
0: <laughs> cow strength.
1: <laughs> cow string.
0: But we we should also mention. I don't
3: know. Maybe we should incorporate that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this whiskey spent six the months in the inside of a cow. This is cow strength. This is cow cow, strength? cow strength.
0: But we should mention, this is also... I mean, you could come here and try all these things, too. You have a bar. You have a bar here. Yes, Yes.
2: we have our our tasting room uh, that has a pretty aggressive cocktail program. So we've got some of the best... um coctologists in the city that are shaking up drinks (laughs) and
0: Brendan's ears parked up when you said (laughs) coctologist.
2: I was right about to put that
1: on my LinkedIn. Uh, So
2: (laughs) we've got some incredible bartenders here that Uh, make that make exceptional cocktails. Uh, And then also, yeah, we've got a library of whiskey, essentially what we have back in our warehouse. We've we've pulled samples for everyone just to kind of see what we're cooking with here and kind of get everybody used to the idea of, you know, you don't have to go with the name brand. You don't have to go with the big uh, corporate whiskey houses. You can you know try some stuff from a small I independent. Love it. Mm-hmm. So
0: I, love I, it. I will say I've had my fair share of drinks in my lifetime. I've been it's to a my, sad person. I, I know I know I've been to my fair share of bars. I've never really heard of anything like this. Is it is it sort of a unique concept or am I just am I just not paying attention when I go to the bar?
3: Well our concept is really very unique in the sense that there really isn't anyone yet doing what we are doing and mm-hmm. the way we are doing. We've it.
1: seen it with wine. Yes.
3: Like, I mean, there's other there's other plenty of distilleries out there that do have tasting rooms and have cocktail programs. Um, but as far as the blending is concerned and the way we're doing it, that's very unique.
0: OK. And, and especially in, in Florida and in central Florida, nothing like it.
2: A hundred percent. OK. So. All right.
1: all right. <laughs> Michael was good. He was weighing and he was like, well, let me think. But,
2: <laughs> no, there's there's, Tim went hard. there's really nothing like this elsewhere in the country. Where you have a facility that is bringing in hand-selected cask, blending them, and then telling you exactly every single detail of Mm. the distiller, the farm that the grain came from, and why we chose these barrels and why we think they're so amazing. Nobody's really doing that
1: in the middle of everything too. Like you're right by the Rollins baseball field. We're in a
2: right field of a baseball field. Come (laughs) on, it doesn't get any more American (laughs) than that.
1: Like let's go. Right? No, you're right. I'm trying to think of other businesses that are nearby. There's uh, the porch is nearby. The porch. Goodwill the porch. boutique is yeah, right the, over here. The, the meat Winter market Park, over there. Park the Curtis, fish company.
2: Winter Park right. Fish Company. Park yeah. yeah. Cur- yeah. Curtis is two blocks away from us. Ravenous Pig is a block away from us. That's, yeah. those are all,
1: you know, up and comers in the scene. I wouldn't even say up and comers. Just established uh oh, yeah, Gummers,
0: State you know what they are <laughs> talking about.
1: Don't yeah, don't just say. Them.
3: Don't so wait, why did <laughs> what, you guys? What are we wanna, talking about again?
1: <laughs> We're still talking about coctologists over here, <laughs>
3: and, you're <not laughs> gonna, on, <laughs> and, and you're not just
1: and you're not just going to do bourbon. You're doing all the liquors.
3: Yeah, we actually have, uh, to our knowledge, the uh, the first blended uh, vodka and the U.S. first blended gin. Oh, that's wow! Exciting. And this summer, we Coming have summer. a very very exciting release of our blended rum.
1: Ooh, oh, right, I love right. rum. And we're going to do a party.
3: <laughs> we are going to do a we, release party. We are. We are.
1: It
2: might fall on the 4th of July. If oh, we did you it know. in spring, you could call it July
1: rum springa. No, no, no. no. Okay. All right.
3: yeah,
2: we're, all we're
1: right. Sarah. Out. Don't write that yeah.
0: yeah, rum summer. No idea is a bad idea, Brendan <laughs> except, yeah, just, <laughs> except that. Except for that, all in here. You, yeah.
2: Should, yeah. you should really sit in on the marketing meetings that Michael and I have. Yeah. Yeah. it is literally just this back and forth for an hour <laughs> and, and a, a lot half. of whiskey, and they're mostly bad ideas. So wait, I got a question. Why, why did you guys want
0: to do this? Why did you guys even want to? do this whole concept. And
1: talk about your backgrounds, because they're very
3: interesting. Because we're crazy. Because <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> because we're insane.
1: <laughs> but Michael, you had a bitters company, yes. and you were running the... And I started st-
3: the Orlando Whiskey Society like seven years ago, and then um, that led into me opening up a cocktail bitters company. Um, which Bufa's was- Bitters. Yep, Bufa Bitters. Um, and then... That kind of yeah. allowed me to learn a little bit about the industry and things were going well and I wanted to kind of take it to the next level, um, which meant time to open up a distillery. And around that time, uh, Tim and I were having a drink at a bar and spitballing ideas uh-huh. and all of, all of a sudden we kind of figured out we both had a very similar idea for a business. A blending house. Yeah. And here we are. And TM, your background? Uh, well, I was a
2: bartender at the Rusty Spoon. I was on the opening team with oh, William and right. Kathleen, the wonderful William and Kathleen Blake, um, and uh, did that for a few years. And then I moved over to Marriott mm-hmm. and uh, started a couple programs for them, became their beverage director for the Orlando World Center and then the Gaylord Palms. Um, and then, yeah. And then after that, I started working for some independent distilleries and on the sales side of things, working with distributors, um, working with just uh, like other retailers in the area. Isn't
1: and it funny how you do these things and it all leads up to you? Like you're, you're accumulating skills. Yeah.
0: You got you to gotta keep <laughs> moving be. forward. Speaking of forward,
4: where, ah, <laughs> where, where, well, did, where does
2: forward slash come from? Where does that come from? So that – well, all right. So – when we were coming up with the idea, we wanted we wanted to come up with the with a brand that was a people knew what it meant, right, or knew have heard at least heard of the word before, right, and so and kind of put a different twist on it. So we're dealing with and, and sourcing all these amazing whiskeys and other spirits from all around the world. We're bringing them uh, into our distillery, um, and then it's not really about what what we're doing or or anything like that, it's what they have already done. So we were just writing out on a piece of paper. It's like, okay, we're going to work with, you know, let's say MB Roland forward slash journeyman forward slash boulder spirits forward slash filibuster forward slash. So we're like, okay, well, we're kind of like that symbol that unites all these equal separate parts. We're that forward slash. We're Hmm. that, we're that piece that's missing because all these producers never in a million years would you have whiskey from Colorado blended with Kentucky whiskey blended yeah. with Michigan whiskey, w- w- Wisconsin, Virginia. Like n- none of this would ever have happened if it wasn't for some piece binding them all together. So for okay. slash brings people together. It's nice. all about bringing the people coming
1: together. And
0: you said all these distilleries are cool with what you're doing.
3: Absolutely. No, oh, they
1: have to be. Yeah, that's yeah. that's
2: the, that's a part of the deal for us. So Michael and I will scout out distilleries that we think are doing very interesting things, um, and then we approach the owners or the master distillers directly um through you know the the distilled spirits industry is pretty you know it's pretty well connected everybody kind of talks with each yeah. other so every, you're always like seven degrees of kevin bacon <laughs> away from somebody do those <laughs> do those distilleries
0: have they tried your blended ones and be like this is pretty good not yet they no, will yet. they haven't
3: yeah okay that's exciting. Right, sheer yeah.
0: blind face I mean, oh, okay.
3: We've only been open five weeks. So All right. There's still time, All
0: right. <laughs> and they're killing it. But you can come buy some of that, the, the blended ones right here. Yes, you, you
2: can come. Yeah, you can come buy some of what, what we call a singular selection. So we're, we're one. Yeah, one distillery.
0: Singular selection. <laughs>
2: I'm waiting to do Is your whiskey? Is your bourbon? Kick me in. Kick it in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. I had two sips, and now I'm doing shilts. Wow, <laughs> the
2: seventy percent alcohol Boulder Spirits yes. bourbon.
0: He really, he His did go hard cent. on the 70% um, one. <laughs>
3: you guys are introducing a new segment to your show. <laughs> John, <laughs> John gets, drunk it's junk, gets
0: drunk, not a, not a new section yeah, the Nobody
1: show. expected the straight guy to do it, but we're all into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're also, you guys just joined up with the buddy program, so if you have a Absolutely. bundle or buddy keychain, Show that at the bar. You'll get a, in the tasting room, you'll get a discount. And then we're also going to be hosting a uh, a tasting event with you guys very
4: soon.
2: Yes. That's yeah.
1: right. So if you're a buddy, if you're a member, make sure you check your emails coming up because you're going to get an invitation to come over here and, and try some drinks. Very cool. exclusive invitation. Oh. Super oh, exclusive.
2: Super VIP. Yeah. All the way. There you go.
1: I know. Very excited. You want
0: to talk some news? I guess we better. I think I asked all the questions I got.
1: You guys good? We'll go beyond. Do you want to stay for the whole first segment? You're kind of putting them on the spot. The answer is yes. Well, we can't
3: say no now. (laughs) We're in their place. (laughs) (laughs) We have nowhere else to go. (laughs) No, that's
1: true. true. (laughs) 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 You're in my house. (laughs) Uh, Visit Orlando. Just said a lot of people came last year. Really? Yeah. Really. guess how many people uh, came to Orlando
3: last year?
0: Uh, So... 82 million. 82 million. What do you think, Michael? I'm
3: going to go 82 million, 100. Uh-huh, uh-huh, It's uh-huh. closest to the pin over
2: here. Uh, I'll, I'll be a wild card and do 130 it million. It might be wow. over 100. It might be over 100. Well,
1: you're all disappointed. Uh, It's 74 million. Oh. But that's still, it's a it's an increase in visitors well, over the The reason I year. say, oh,
0: I'm going to tell you why I say, uh-huh, oh, uh-huh. because when I, when I was, I've been here 13 years, and from like 2010 to 2020, bragging. no, no, no. Uh, it was always more people. It was always... 60 million, 65 million, 75 million, 80 million. And then you'd be like, Oh, how'd you get that number? Well, we we, we counted all this. Like, you really can't count 80 million people. Yeah. Like you, you have to well, what about yeah. the undocumented people? But no, what I'm saying is it was never less. It was always like it had to be more. And so the reason I said, Well, what was the number? So they actually did have less, and I think they could kind of say, Well, COVID really killed our numbers, and now they're kind of yeah. going back up.
1: We're to, still number one, which is all yeah. they care about because uh-huh. it validates their funding. So we're yeah. still ranked as the most visible. Visited destination in the country. which are number one. we number one. Of <laughs> uh, a volunteer. Oh, this is sad. I don't want to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm skipping it. <laughs> okay. A sad all story. All right. About that dog that died at the I, I, animal I, all services. All I saw was the headline on that one. I can't talk about it. All right. A dog died at animal services because a volunteer didn't know what he was doing. He dragged it. and That's all right? we're going to say. Okay. He did drag it. Stop talking it. about it. Oh, no. We're still talking about it. Now everybody knows.
2: Where's the whiskey
1: animal? I know. I need more whiskey. Uh, a millionaire slash billionaire wants to uh, bring a professional baseball team to Orlando. Yeah. You want to talk about that?
0: Yes, I do, It's actually. much better than dogs. So
1: the Tampa Bay Rays have
0: played in Tampa Bay for 30 years, I think, and they, they play at a terrible stadium. Tropicana Field is a terrible place to see a baseball game. Which is in St. Pete. It's in St. Pete, which is kind of far from Orlando. It's I- hard to go see a baseball game. At night in Orlando, because you got to drive all the way to Tampa, yeah. see the game, get back.
1: And apparently, they have like the worst attended, or one of the worst attended. Part of it has to do with stadiums. just the
0: stadium's old, and in, but their team's good. The Tampa Bay Rays are actually
2: this year are really good. Are they, they're yeah. having like their best. Team. Yeah, they are. Good they're, like in the last they're like couple of years. They're like top ten. Yeah, they're they're yeah. They're, they're, they're like, like oh, past like five years have been amazing.
0: But they've been kind of in in uh, with the city of Tampa and St. Pete. They've been kind of going back and forth of like we need a new stadium, we want you to fund it, and the city over there is like. Like, well, we don't really want to give you money yeah. for this. And so there's been talk for years that they're going to move. They might move to Montreal and split their season between Tampa and Montreal. Wow. All uh... these things. And so at some point, I think Major League Baseball is like, you guys need to figure this out. Because we call the snowbirds. Yeah, you can't keep you can't keep doing this. And so this came up recently with uh, Pat Williams, who brought the magic here. Uh-huh. And he wants to bring a baseball team here. He does. Called the Orlando Dreamers.
2: Yeah. Which some people Worked are in progress. People don't no, like working the name. title. Whatever. Working, so, working work title. Working title. That's fine. I don't care. Placeholder. Magic, Magic and Dreamers. And so <laughs>
1: the look you know, on Michael's face. Yeah, Whatever, whatever. <laughs> like you yeah. smelt an old man's fart. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I need to go
0: back to the drawing board.
3: So now.
0: in order to get a baseball team, you have to build a baseball stadium because we don't have one here in Orlando. We do not. No. And so in order to do that, it costs a lot of money. And I think the price that would you say one point seven billion? Well yeah, one point seven they, billion for the whole project. For his
1: very spaceship looking baseball yes. field. We have the renderings over in Bungalore.com. It
0: would supposedly be built near iDrive, near SeaWorld, near Aquatica. Yeah, right and across the street. Thirty-five acres of, of land and uh, but but in order to do this, they want nine hundred and seventy five million dollars from the tourist tax uh, development. Money, yeah. yeah,
1: that's what they're asking for. And so that's what
0: they're asking for. And, and then, then the
1: rest would be on either the Tampa Bay Rays or if the Rays refuse to move to Orlando. Another team, expansion And team. they're talking about expanding the league with two other teams. Possible. But if that's the case, they're going to be up against Salt Lake City. Probably Nashville. Salt Lake City. That's right. <laughs> Salt Lake City. Uh, <laughs> Nashville. Nashville. Charlotte, I think. M- and Mexico City. Oh, that'd be crazy. I know. That would be like, crazy. Good luck Orlando yeah, yeah. in yeah. that case. So but really, and, I think this is their Oakland
3: can do it. Pat Williams can do yeah, it. Yeah, well, and
1: meanwhile, and meanwhile, <laughs> I will
0: say, uh, the o- Oakland Athletics are leaving Oakland to go play in Las Vegas. Uh-huh. Las Vegas got them to come over there because Oakland's like, we're not going to do this no more. Uh, we're not going to buy you guys a new stadium, so they're like, "Well, we're leaving Oakland, and they're going to build them a brand new stadium in Las Vegas." So, with all that said,
2: I want to know what the air conditioning uh, bill for that stadium will <laughs> probably be like, a lot. Yeah, a lot. so one, they
0: want
1: a
2: dome on this one.
0: Yeah, they got and a dome. So I, I don't know. So you, you've probably seen all your comments on your stories. Yeah, and
1: a lot of there are a lot of people who are excited. A lot more people who don't want. Uh, to spend that money. They don't want our tax dollars involved, but uh, my, I would respond, what else are you going to use the tourist tax development dollars for? Like, Orlando, if, if Orlando Ballet <sighs> can get multiple millions to build mm-hmm. themselves a new ballet center in Ivanhoe Village, yeah. like why couldn't we use some of that for uh for a baseball team. So field. I will I will selfishly say I would love a baseball team here in Orlando
0: because I like baseball. Uh-huh. But I understand the other argument that you know you could use money
1: for yeah. other things. So, I, so his but I presentation, would love it. I would love it. Williams presentation was at the county petitioning uh for funds but everyone else is is asking for funds this term too and i guess there was over three billion dollars worth yeah. of asks to the county be- for those dollars wow. and there's only like 300 million collected. yeah there's not a ton
0: and yeah. also camping world stadium wants 800 million dollars because they want to put they do want to put a dome over camping world and they then do. add a bunch of exhibition space
3: we're just going to keep adding and adding to that place uh, Like
1: it'll be just like the convention center like at what point are you like enough yeah and like, what else do you need to do? I do like the idea of a dome at the Camping World, though.
3: Yeah, I mean, then what would you do with it? Well, you see well,
1: so EDC inside.
0: Yeah, EDC I mean, they've, inside. I mean, they've yeah, had, true. they've had wrestling matches there. They, they had uh, WrestleMania there a few years ago. I want to say it rained. A that A Camping day. World. Yeah, they did. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. It might
0: have rained that day, yeah. and I think there was a big Billy Joel concert one time. Uh-huh. They, that night wow but they they can't cancel it so they eventually i think they had to wait and then they played so they had a dome at least they could do those shows outside i don't know i think i'd I'd be very surprised if if they dr phillips
1: wants 145 million dollars to do to redo their front lawn yeah
0: 145
1: million dollars. What are you gonna do in your front lawn, Dr. Phil's no, we Performing Arts our front Center? Lawn. Yeah, we also need
2: money for our front lawn. <laughs> yeah. How do we get the? How do we get the tourists? Yeah, that's stuff. A, lot a, tourist tourist to a lot of seed. Around. What
1: else are you putting out there? Like those giant Jenga games? How much does that cost? That's I crazy. Know. I just, I just, I'd be very surprised if this
0: passes with the baseball stuff. I just. I just don't think we have the appetite to push that through. With, with all the other things that Orlando yeah. has to deal with yeah. and Orange County and Central Florida, I just don't think... Are we doing okay on time, too? Yeah, yeah. I just don't think government leaders are going to do that. So we should take a break. Yeah. Got to relax, Brendan. Well, Gotta drink we got something. a lot. Chill, bro.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> 70% out. Yeah, I'm going back for it. it. Take a shot of that. It's calling my name. All right, we'll be right back. Do it.
1: It's time for your weekly Enzian update. Enzian is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Florida Film Festival. Martial arts lady power flick... Polite Society is being held over for yet another week. It's the perfect mashup of sisterly affection, parental disappointment, and martial arts butt-kicking. Also screening is still a Michael J. Fox movie about the Canadian-born actor and his hit career in the 80s and 90s and how his diagnosis of Parkinson's disease at 29 threatened to derail his career. Francis Coppola's hit 1983 film The Outsiders will play on Saturday, May 13th. Roman Holiday, starring Audrey Hepburn, is the Mother's Day feature on Sunday. And What the Hell Happened to Blood, Sweat, and Tears, based on one of the biggest bands in the world, will play on the 14th for Music Mondays in partnership with Park FCDs. For more information, head to nzn.org today. Blah, 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 movies. From
0: the Dewitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo Dewitt, and this is Mo in a minute. Mo Dewitt. Yes, Mister Bus. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm I'm fantastic. I'm great. I'm great. So, got a question for you. What should I do if the insurance company calls
5: me after an accident? The insurance company calls you after an accident. Yeah. Well, it it depends. Typical lawyer answer. So. You know, first of all, if you're in an accident, if you have questions, especially if you're injured, always talk to an attorney, whether it's me or somebody else, you should be talking to an attorney and just get some advice and you can get that advice usually for free. Now, if the insurance company from the other side calls you and they ask you to give a statement, typically I recommend don't talk to them. And if your own insurance company calls you and asks you questions about the accident, if you're hurt, things like that, I typically recommend that you speak to an attorney before you speak to them. And there's a number of reasons for that, but one of the biggest ones is, The insurance companies want to speak to you immediately after the accident because you may not know the full extent of your injuries yet. You may be a little sore, have a little pain, but you don't know that you have a a herniated disc or a torn ligament or, you know, something that is more serious. So they want to get you on a recording saying, Oh, I'm fine. I feel okay. Things like that, which is kind of, that's tricky. Even after you're in a car accident, if I say, Hey, how are you doing? You're going to say, Oh, I'm okay. And you just mean, I'm not dead, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean you're actually okay. So, Get some advice and be wary of giving any sort of recorded statement after an accident.
0: Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo.
1: Looking for a place to work that's not your laundry room or kitchen table? Credo Conduit is the co working space you've been waiting for. You'll be surrounded by other creatives, entrepreneurs, coffee roasters, journalists, and nonprofit leaders who will help you celebrate your wins and help you with your needs to thrive and pursue a life of greater meaning, impact, and community. Go to CredoConduit.com today to book a tour.
0: Welcome back to Bungalower
1: and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And I'm your friendly sleep paralysis demon, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. Like that painting where those demons are laying on
0: that guy. You know what I'm talking about? It's like no. a famous painting. I'll find. I'll show you. I'll like show you. Goya. I don't know what that is. Is Nightmare? that like the beans? Oh, that's a that's a bean company.
1: <laughs> <laughs> here on Bungalow or the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. We're in Winter Park tonight. We are at forward slash. It's a distillery slash blending room. for, yeah. whis-
0: for whiskey, but all other drinks as well.
1: They're going to do all the liquors. They just ramped up. They opened here. Five weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool in here too. There's a bar in here, and they got all these different
0: whiskeys. You yeah. can try everything, and they got cocktails. We're you in their come special
1: event room slash uh,
0: tasting room. I like it. It's sort of a different. Place to come get a drink here in, in Orlando and, and Winter Park and Central Florida. A lot
1: of education stuff to it. I think we're yeah. going to be doing a lot of events with them in the future. Uh, the guys who own it, Michael and uh, Ted, were just on. Tim, Tim, I Tim, thought. I, Tim. Oh my gosh, oh my Tim gosh. Bradstreet, you've had too many whiskeys. <laughs> it's, it's too many whiskeys, up. or just enough? <laughs> uh, what was your week like, John? We didn't get to check in. Uh,
0: I started my new hockey season this week. New team. It's my third team in three seasons. Why are they
1: shuffling you around? They
0: they shuffle everybody around after every season. Okay. Yeah, there's a redraft, which is good because it mixes things up.
1: But is there anyone on your team you don't like that you were up Uh, against last time? I don't know.
0: I get along with most people I play with. There's some people that take it a little serious, and I'm not, but... Uh, I get along with pretty much everybody I play with, and okay. so it's good. Good. Team. There's Somebody who checked you in another game. Uh, there's one guy. Him and I got into it about two seasons ago, and uh, I don't. I think I remember who it was, but it's cool. Afterwards, and he's on your team. No, I don't think so. I okay. but I see him in the league. But oh. it happens. Things happen. You get a little excited. And, and well, whatever. what's the name of the team? Uh, we are the the Thunder. Oh, uh, the Thunder. Okay, and uh, it's sort of the same teams. Same team names every time. No, you had Kraken. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying, there's still a Kraken. There's still a cannibals. There's still a Thunder. Yeah, I just, just want to know which one you felt. Yeah, I'm on the Thunder now. Okay, so first game on. we won. I scored two goals, so I'm pretty happy. Well, glad I didn't pay too much for a shirt. No, no yeah, yeah. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Just get a shirt with my name on the back, and then we'll be good. But, the, the bus, the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How was your week, Brendan?
1: Ah, uh, good. We you had were, you were at a belly flop contest. Yeah, it was our event. We did it with Cholo Dogs and Tactical Brewing. We shut down the street in Baldwin Park, and a lot of people. I would say two thousand. Okay, they All the right. you know, the the brewery. He said he did at least a thousand different checks. That's good. Uh, inside, you know, and I think the majority of people were outside. And when you look at those pictures in the video that we Looks shared, busy, packed. Yeah, how many people
0: street. did the actual belly flop? Twenty-five.
1: All right. Yeah. I mean we had a you know there were a couple last minute ones but I think 25 were pre And
0: one guy his name was Joe right who won? Who won? Why did he win? What did he do that made him a winner? It was like louder something about the way <laughs> so his the smack- belly okay. hit that water. So it wasn't necessarily his costume what he did. He had no
1: costume. Yeah, yeah just I- the- and just we a gave both. Not a points. big old belly. He wasn't a big man. No, but he was like fleshy. <laughs> you know, kind of like he's like me a little. bit. Right. Well, he was skinnier than me, but he. Uh, it was just the way his hairless belly hit that water right. that everybody could just hear it. I said into the microphone, it was like the the water was kissing him, like a like mm. it was so great, very poetic. Um, Do you think
0: maybe he like really went for it? Because sometimes people try to do a belly flop, but they get a little scared.
1: And people got—you'd see people choke all the time, Uh, all through the competition. It hurts. It does hurt, and if you do it multiple times, he was a finalist, so he had to do it four times. Oh, okay. I guess I didn't realize it was a a round robin tournament. Kinda. It kind of was. Uh, It wasn't supposed to be a bracket, but we—you know—he called them back, or I can't Mm -hmm. remember why he did more. Maybe he did three. Um, And he did lovely. And very nice. He was from like Keen... New Hampshire. Oh, really? He was just like to in town. Yeah, he was.
0: He signed up. Sounds like uranium. a ring. probably probably doing the circuit of no. belly flops around the United just States. Just a really sweet
1: kid. I huh. talked to him win? after. What did he win? Uh, I don't know a bunch of Cholo dogs. Uh, a <laughs> and bunch a of hot dogs. Here's
0: here's ten packs of
1: hot dogs. Yeah. Take it back to New Hampshire <laughs> and a fancy towel, like a commemorative towel, and a luchador mask because Cholo dogs does mm-hmm. that. Uh, I forgot. I actually event. went to
0: Daytona Beach on Saturday. Oh,
1: f- yeah. Why?
0: Uh, my wife's friends were getting together to watch the Kentucky Derby. At okay, a bar, and plus they were they were celebrating a guy who won because she's a big horse. Kind yeah, of, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so he won like a really. <laughs> I mean, your wife's not a big horse. <laughs> no, she's not a big horse. I have a, a human wife, <laughs> <laughs> but she likes horses. She likes horses. But her trainer <laughs> won like a really big competition up in Kentucky uh, like two weeks ago, and they were celebrating. Okay, and so all these people went out and. And then we went to this, so like when I say Daytona, Daytona Beach, you're like, oh, it's going to suck. I
1: like Daytona Beach.
0: I like the beach, but you're like, oh, we're going to go out somewhere, like a restaurant. You're like, oh, it can't be that good. This place was so good. Like the food was so good. It's it called Mama Fufu's, Foo and it's oh. right on like beach. Caribbean? Uh, no, it's just kind of everything. Like I had, what did I have? Oh, I had uh, coconut breaded cauliflower on risotto Whoa. it was so good it was so good
1: um you have to write that down for me mama Fufu. i'm doing a uh a, a story for orlando magazine oh that's too. right like yeah. an overnight you should over totally there. go yeah yeah, yeah. mama Fufu. so it was like, like a club cool in there
0: foods. it was like super fancy okay there too. yeah
1: it was fun anyway if you're, out, right. if you're out there go to mama Fufu. Foo you felt safe I did because that's a that's a perception about Daytona Beach. So. Oh no, it was great. It was
0: on like the harbor.
1: And it was so nice in there. It was a cool place. Okay, yeah, go so um, we'll check it out. I wrote a big story about Orlando Critical Mass this week. I read that, and I almost didn't print it because when I was writing it, the guy that contacted me, William Baker, he kind of organizes it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, was saying how the city didn't want him to do it anymore. But then when I called the city they were like well that's not true uh-huh uh, I think you just misunderstood what we were asking because generally they do it from Lockhaven Park if you don't know what I'm talking about critical mass is a monthly bike ride uh, with like a thousand people a lot yeah yeah a lot yeah who leave from Lockhaven Park and then they go around the city. They don't stop at traffic lights. They yeah just, and they go on some busy streets yeah. like Colonial
0: and, and Edgewater. And it's and,
1: political in nature. Yeah, the whole
0: idea is like we, we are traffic. We right?
1: are traffic. Mm-hmm. We're reclaim and they choose it generally it's like peak travel times for yes, cars. Like too. Friday at five o'clock. Yeah. When everybody
0: like, wants to get home. And <laughs> just, these are I'm just saying these are the issues some people have with yeah, it. yeah but if you're close it fun down. bike it's a fun bike ride if, if you like riding bikes. Yeah, and can be. It can be a little safe. It can be a little nerve wracking when some of those folks are doing wheelies. They call them the wheelie kids. Yeah, yeah.
1: Anyway, we wrote about <laughs> it. It's it's going to continue. Uh, Critical mass is here to stay. Yeah. You know, at least for the near future. Uh, if you want to read that, that was I, a I, lot so of work. So I
0: wish. Made. So where I grew up in Detroit, they there's like a group. The slow ride. yeah, slow the roll. slow ride. So like I know the guy that started that. And their whole concept was we're going to take people all around the city of Detroit and do like guided rides. Yeah. And those things were super popular and I don't think they do they don't do anything like that here in Orlando. <sighs> uh and it would be a cool
1: thing. Biking groups have tried to do it. We I went on one with Scotty, my gay boyfriend, mm-hmm. uh with the city. It was called like a public art bike tour. Yeah. But they didn't stop anywhere. They just ah. kept going. Okay. And, and we took our my sister came with us. Uh, and we did the tour but like we didn't get to I think that's an opportunity that is missed here. I honestly do. I think somebody could organize to do a bike tour. Who was it? Um, uh, She was beautiful. What was her name? I don't know. A cop's wife drove into her with her car and she kind of got pushed out of Orlando. (laughs) Okay. It's kind of got weird. Uh, Um, What was her name? Sarah something something Orlando bike tours. I can't remember what it was but they would do like restaurant tours and they do bar tours oh. they would all be on bikes those were kind of pricey though right
0: yeah a little bit yeah I, i'm thinking more of a little lower cost thing where you just you ride around you uh-huh. see you maybe see other parts of the city that you don't normally see and
1: and you, you you tour neighborhoods and oh there's winter park bike tour that's where you rent the stand-up walking bikes all right and it's they, still
0: different than this like the slow uh, roll thing really was to get to get it started
1: man i i, I could you could. <laughs> I could. You Get Mo to sponsor. <laughs> Maybe. And then if anyone hits you or runs into your bikes, then you, you just call Mo. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, the state. Remember that time? It was some, I think it was last month. There was a an emergency alert that went out, John. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. 4.45 a.m.? Yeah. It didn't wake
1: me up because I don't
0: sleep next to my phone.
1: Well, I don't think it woke me up either just because I smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> I just slept right through yeah, it. But it was an
0: emergency, but it was actually a test. No. Oh, it was an accident. It was an accident. It was an accident. It was, it was supposed, supposed to go on TV. Yeah. Somebody hit the wrong button, and it went on your phones. Yeah. So it woke up 22
1: million Floridians. Every every phone in Florida got this alert yeah. at 4.45. Uh-huh. 30. And people were freaking out. They didn't people, relax. Well, people were like, oh, my gosh, if it went out at 4.45, then something's really happening. Which and is what it's nervous. supposed to do, right? so I, it worked <laughs> good it was a perfect test i don't know if it followed up with us like a sorry that was an accident or they oh. did eventually but anyway they fired the company they that, did but, ever but ever they rehired them
0: right or something they did so
1: Everbridge, <laughs> that you know the governor was very upset because he got woken up well governing needed to blame this on somebody because people were mad about yeah, it yeah so so they, they fired, fired that company and then they were like oh, shoot, there's nobody who can do this. <laughs> really? Who else does this service? They couldn't find anybody. Hmm. So they've rehired that company, Everbridge. And I don't think they were based in Florida. Weren't
0: they based somewhere else? They might I have,
1: had like, an office
0: here, but I thought they were based somewhere I, else. I didn't see that. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Uh,
1: uh, they and over... so now they've rehired them. They but overreacted just until on, that. They they
0: over can... on that. It was an accident.
1: Come on. Nobody was hurt. Nobody was hurt. It was an accident. I I don't know. That might be a one-and-done I'm all for second chances. But what did when you? It's what what emergency alert? Okay, that panic ensued. Really?
0: Did anybody panic? They woke up. They said, "Oh God, I'm going back to bed." <laughs> <laughs> Some of us. <laughs> I don't even know what it said. I don't know if it said this. That, I think it said this. Is emergency. There's
1: an emergency alert. I, thought I don't it said think it's it a, a test. No. I don't think I don't it, said it was either way. I think it, it was, said an it was real. It was an accident. Uh, <laughs> but they'll just be handling it until. They can eventually find another company. Which but I'll doesn't tell you, exist. There's no other company that does that. All so right. yeah, good luck. <laughs> uh, also, do you remember that Florida principal that was fired for her school showing a photo of Michelangelo's yeah, yeah. David? Yeah, it was
0: a private school, wasn't it? Yeah, a charter in, school. Somewhere up in the Panhandle. In Tallahassee Yeah, or it was up there. She she went over to Italy, didn't she? She got invited. Uh-huh.
1: And we talked about her being invited, and I was like, oh, I hope she goes. She did go. <laughs> yeah, she got fired. Might as well. <laughs> yeah, what else are you going to do? And she loved it. And she BBC should've. covered it. That's great. They were there. You know that's a big deal for BBC uh-huh. to be there. I think they made a television special out of it. I'm sure. Like how you know, and they have people, have a people are a, just they, laughing at Florida. That's
0: what I was gonna say. They we have a that that BBC has a global audience. It's not just people in England that watch the BBC. It's it's global. all over the world, and they see that and they're like, "What a bunch
1: of yokels down there, yeah, in Florida.
0: Florida? What are they thinking? <laughs> yeah,
1: Michelangelo's David is." Pornographic. It's that's what sitting, some of those parents say. It's only been seen. sitting
0: out there for six hundred years.
1: I mean, come on. And what makes it pornographic? He's not even well, erect. His wiener, but it's not erect. <laughs> so that's what porn okay. is, right? Like, it's isn't true. that what? Isn't that literally like the definition yeah, of yeah. porn? Like, <laughs> it's so crazy. And it's stone. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not even like who, uh, who yeah, was art. so threatened. And then not only. Plus, it was the Pope that I so think... So, yes, they complained, John. And they complained. Was- but then also, not only did that person complain, it went up the chain of command and they fired the principal uh-huh. yeah, because yeah. parents were upset
0: and it was probably like one parent or two parents it yeah was, and and this that's is not a fireable this is the whole thing I, i'm gonna switch over to this whole book banning thing uh-huh a lot these whole like this is book, the bourbon coming out well, a little bit but like some of these book <laughs> bannings literally one parent can be like i don't like this and then it gets taken out like that's crazy to me i mean i get it. if you had if you had ten thousand parents are like this book probably shouldn't be in our library i get it you got one par- crazy parent. You've met crazy people in your life, right? Every day, exactly. And if that one crazy person gets to dictate what everybody else no. gets, that's crazy
1: to me. And especially also, especially books. Just tell your kid they can't read it, or like. Although I read Species when I was in an elementary <laughs> school, like based on the movie because uh-huh. there were sex scenes. In yeah, it, and we all read it but on, you the, turned on out. the school. Yeah, now, now I don't <laughs> even like, like vagina. But
0: but, <laughs> but think about like Can me. we say that on the think about me. I have no kids. You have no kids. <laughs> no, thank could God. I, could I? Could I challenge a book at a Orange County Public School, even if I don't have a kid there? I don't think so. I think you can. I think you can. I think I could say, look, I don't I don't like that. They're reading whatever. pick a book. Well, why don't we do it in reverse? That's what I, I was telling my wife, we should just. We should just get rid of the in, conservative. We ones. should just find a bunch of books that you and I don't like, and just start putting our start putting it in there. Gosh, I got a few. Yeah, I don't What's want the one this? that you want to get rid of. I don't know. I I don't I
1: care. Like I, don't care I don't care.
0: <laughs> but, but no, my <laughs> point is like one person can challenge it, and then it just ruins it for everybody. There should be a better. If you're gonna have that system, there needs to be there should be a better system, system than one person can speak up.
1: Well, and, uh, they shouldn't have it at all. I mean, I'll say it; they shouldn't have it at all. I don't know the process for vetting books for libraries either. Well, you're supposed
0: to trust the people that you hired for your district to do that. That's the whole point.
1: But that's there's just a lack of trust. Okay. in institutions in right. general, right. in, in Florida especially, yeah. right? Which is interesting. Okay, because then just homeschool your kid then. Yeah. Right. If you don't <laughs> like so, what they're teaching, once again, can a kid.
0: homeschool teacher challenge a book that's in a public school? And they're not even. Their kids can't even check it out.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know. It is it's crazy. crazy to me. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jeff's Bagel Run opened two new locations. Two new ones. Yeah. Or how many two they got? New, then four. They already have two. So there's one in a Coe. And, and one in college park and one in College Park. and now they're adding one in winter park. Oh really? A- across from Einstein's bagel. Oh, right bagel wars. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to take that picture. Uh, where is that? Wait, wait, right here by us. Right by Black Bean Deli. Yeah, just up the oh, street from okay. where we are right now. All right. And uh one in Celebration Point shopping center. I don't know where that is. So they must have like a franchising. Well,
0: they're trying Didn't they get like a giant investment where they're trying to go national? Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure they yeah, got yeah, yeah. from the people that uh, the guy who has You Break, I Fix.
1: Correct. Mm-hmm. Which we talked about I on read, the show. I
0: read things. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Apparently I don't because I <laughs> forgot that. I think I even wrote about it. I can remember. remember. Uh, Le Gourmet Break. Uh, oh. A French cafe mm-hmm. in downtown Orlando. Closed. Which i had been there once or twice. I, don't, I wasn't like a huge fan. I wasn't
0: either. It's there From Cups if I remember right.
1: <laughs> right, it's Dairy From Cups. <laughs> uh, the desserts i i have like an out of the box thing like if it looks and tastes like something i could get anywhere like a ubiquitous Uh i felt like when i was eating there some of the desserts i was like oh is there a supplier that just does these (laughs) yeah yeah and you're just reselling i remember having like the crepes though and i did like those the omelet omelet that i did like they used to be on a foodie tour that we were kind of like a sponsor of downtown uh And I like the owners. They yeah, no, or- they were nice. Aurelie and Albin uh, Maladu from from France, they moved here 10 years ago to open a French cafe and like patisserie. They had a brie omelet that was really good. Okay. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I, had like, I had it like eight years ago. We were like, oh, both very real. hungry, so mm-hmm. it's coming up. <laughs> uh, they... Chose Orlando 10 years ago. They came here on a very special visa. It's called an E2 treaty investor visa. Mm. So I wasn't even really going to pick this up. I was like, okay, a French cafe closed. Uh, But it's really interesting. So they have had issues for the past, I'm going to say four or five years, six years. According to them. According to them, allegedly, (laughs) with their property uh, management yes. company because they are in Chase Plaza, which is where like the big movie, movie theater, theater Mo- is. Bento's
0: is over there. Bento that new that new place that's opening that used to have Wine Down Wednesday where Urban Flats
1: was. in <laughs> the old Cella Tequilas yeah. Taco. It's our Debonair Supper Club. Uh-huh. Uh Corona place that cigar. You can't
0: park your car if it's bigger than. A Regular car, it's hard to park there. <laughs> it's hard, to park.
1: yeah. Don't take a and truck in the garage. Oh, oh no. yeah, yeah. Don't oh, take no. a truck. you will be get stuck it. there forever. Uh, <laughs> uh, they so the bigger tenants, but they were having they had said over 20 sewage leaks. Wow, we have just like where it would back up oh. into their kitchen, gross, and then they'd have to close detox everything but if some of them were bad enough they had to switch out the drywall multiple times john and one time they were closed for an entire month doing wow and the management people didn't do anything they said to help them that's crazy and then they still paid rent every month you know even after being closed like that's a landlord issue i would assume yeah right oh yeah um and like there's not a ton of foot traffic there no. I don't know. It's tough, just yeah. tough in general. But again, their visa, it's called E2 investor visa. They could only be here for as long as they're invested in a business. Oh. And so they were trying to sell their business so they could open somewhere else. They just wanted out. But they couldn't because mm. every time they tried to sell allegedly The landlord would make it almost impossible for someone Mm. to buy the business. So they're moving back to France? They're leaving the country. They have to leave the country at the end of the month. And nobody... It's just sad. That is so sad. They're trying to do something. They invested for 10 years. And then it turns out the property management team, that building, is going into receivership Mm. for unpaid rent. So, like just crazy i would go back to france something to keep i keep coughing and i apologize i'm on the tail end of a cough and this whiskey's tickling my throat we should probably wrap up brendan that's it i think so don't you have another interview to do or something like that and we do you know what we're gonna <laughs> hear from our new friends over at rare earth uh it's a cool little vintage shop in ivanhoe village we're gonna hear what they have to say and we
0: gotta thank the folks here at at forward slash too thanks for having thanks
1: us thanks so much yeah oh and then the rare earth interview is a, a larger bonus episode but you're just gonna hear a snippet can you tell us a little bit more about your anniversary event yes
4: yeah, so we are celebrating a year of being in Ivanhoe village and with a rare year. earth gift um, we're so excited um, and we, we're hoping that all of our customers um, people that live in the village will come in and see us we're going to have um Mimosa starting at 11 a.m. We're going to have um, breakfast from Equilibri.
1: Okay. Which um, is, they're the, uh, it's like health conscious.
4: Yes. Health conscious, gluten-free carrot cake is the best carrot cake I've ever oh. put in my mouth. Their brownies are amazing.
1: I'm hungry right now, so, so now you just solved my quest yes. for food. Okay. So we'll
4: be having that. And then um, around four o'clock, we're having live music. It's a, an acoustical guitar player who is amazing and he'll be here from four until close. Okay. And then we will be having um, dinner with the chef and I. Oh, okay. And they are going to be catering our event. And um, I'm not sure what we're having yet. I'm actually meeting with her tomorrow to figure that out. That's
1: exciting. Yeah. We'll have all that information up on our event calendar at bungalower.com. Is there anything else you really want people to know about your shop and what y'all are doing here?
4: You know, I think the most important thing that we want people to know is that we, um, you know, we open this... in a time of our life that uh-huh. we just wanted to give back to our community that had been so good to us. And we would just want, would love for all of our, um, current customers, all these, you know, the, the people that work in Ivanhoe village are amazing. They're really they frequent us often. And just that we're all about, um, giving back to our community and the love and, um, and just come and see us
1: i love it we have all that all the information we'll have a a little video up on our social feeds if you want to see how cute this is and you can check out that mural that i told you about earlier uh thank you so much for having us
4: out thanks so much brendan
0: Thanks to this week's sponsors of
1: Bungalow and the Bus, Forward Slash, the DeWitt Law Firm, Enzian the Theater, and Credo Conduit Coworking. Yeah.